What what's really inspired you to take leadership roles within these within the community? Yeah, so um, it actually started my freshman year, like I said, when I was a pledge of Kappa Sigma. Um, I was elected pledge class president for my pledge class, and you find out shortly you shouldn't give pledge class president to a guy who doesn't know anything about a fraternity, and well, yeah, I just gave one speech, and that's how they elected me, and so. Ever since that, it was just chaos for me, and I didn't know I didn't know how to manage a team. I was leading thirty kids, and I didn't didn't know what I was doing because I didn't know like the expectations or anything like that. And so, about a month in, I just I got like um, demoted from pledge class president because I was so stressed I couldn't do it. I was playing club baseball for ASU. I just couldn't I couldn't manage all that. And so, something that I really wanted to help uh, put myself out there was like I need to hold the leadership experience to give me like that experience when I go into the real world. And so that's how I ended up um, moving up the ranks in my social fraternity. Um, my s- semester after pledging, I was elected instantly onto EC executive committee, and there's only five members on that. And so that was really cool. And I've been on that for two years now. It's gonna be a last semester. Thank goodness. It's so stressful. But um, I also just like, um, I love speaking. Um, I love like putting stuff together. I put our fraternities formal to Vegas together with a budget of about $50,000 just solo. So I like doing those projects and stuff. And so uh, that's kind of why I just wanted to like, you know, get as many leadership positions as possible, not only to boost the resume, but have stuff to talk about in interviews, just like this one. So, so you kind of just threw yourself into it trial by fire in a sense. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What are some of the qualities that you've seen yourself develop through this trial by fire, if you may say, for leadership? Oh, 100%. And you, you'll, you'll hear a lot of people talk about this, but um, just making yourself comfortable being uncomfortable that's the best way to do it. You're going to find success in everywhere thing you do when you're comfortable doing the uncomfortable. So, I mean, going into college, I mean, I, I seem like a social guy, but public speaking was not my thing. Um, but now I work a job. I forgot to talk about that, but I have a job and I give presentations for the business school for um, students. I'll be talking to like 80 to 300 people at once sometimes and just giving a presentation about what I want to talk about. And I was not good at that. And so I guess putting yourself out there, um, I talk a lot about in my presentations I give about advice I'd give to freshmen. And it's like, put yourself out there. Don't be uh, afraid to like get embarrassed and um, always just live, live in the moment, like enjoy the moment because college goes so fast and such it's a fun, fun four years. And sometimes it's the best four years of people's life, which is sad. Don't do that. Uh, But uh, it's, it goes fast. So, I mean, I always talk about just like putting yourself out there, meeting new people, smile, have a good time. And that's, that's kind of like the advice I would kind of give the best those people. So. What sh- Do you think that there's such a thing as a natural born leader? Hmm. I, I believe so. I mean, I feel like it's kind of how you're raised. Um, if your parents are more out there and give speeches, like, I'm lucky I had great parents where they were constantly they're very social, and so that just bled onto me where now I can talk to, to the public. But yeah, so I believe there are some naturally born leaders, but anyone can be a leader if they just work on it. I mean, the camera, you can't see it, but there's a ton of books right here, and half of them are about building habits and being a leader. So you can definitely study up on there to be a great leader. I mean, there's some great books. I know I'm, we're reading, I'm reading the book you've already read, but um, it talks about like great leadership practices and stuff like that. So, I mean, anyone can be a born leader, but if you put your mind to it, anyone can be a great leader. What do you think are the qualities that make the most effective leaders? Hmm. I believe it's, um, 
it's relating to the people you're leading. I mean, not isolating yourself above them, like putting yourself on a pedestal, basically. It's working with them and hearing their opinions. Um, I can give you an example of like my mom, for example, her boss is a CEO. He works with, he basically tells her, she was telling me today, she was like, he tells him like, you know, here's my opinions, but I know you're the master of this field. So I trust whatever you have to say. And so just working with like the people that you lead and finding like a common road is the best way to lead in my opinion and never um, bring anyone down even if they did like a horrible job again in them referencing the book but it talked about like someone lost like sixty six hundred thousand dollars in like a stock exchange for a company and then the boss instead of condemning him he's like you just lost six six hundred thousand dollars he was like you know you did a great job pulling our money out when you did because we could have lost a lot more and you know what that helps more than condemning does a hundred percent so um, always being positive, even if they do make it a mistake, um, how to fix that. And so, yeah, just basically just being buddies with the people you're leading. I feel like that really helps you lead the best. That's an interesting take, that last part, being buddies with the people that you lead. I really like that because I haven't thought about it like that. I've always thought about it as, you know, like helping each other as a leader. You're not someone who's above them. You're one of them. and where You guys are all working towards the same goal. I haven't heard of, I guess, I guess that's just a different way of wording it, but being buddies with the people you're leading. I, I like that. I think that's a cool type of thing. Yeah, no, I mean like in my fraternity as vice president, I oversee like a bunch of chair positions where it's like risk management, brotherhood, like all this stuff. And I mean, if I'm not friends with these guys, they're not going to do it. They're just going to be like, yeah, screw you. You can't tell them what to do. You actually have to build a relationship with the people that you're going to be leading so you can relate to them. It's like, hey, I need this for this certain event. Can you please get this done? He's like, of course. Yeah, I got you. So it's like you have to have good relationships in order to lead, I feel like, or else you're just um, leading on fear. Basically, it's like obviously it's different in fraternity than a real world. But like in a real world, if your boss is like, do this or you're fired, like kind of like SpongeBob, Mr. Krabs or something like that. I guess, I guess that's a really like interesting example, but yeah, he's like, he's like, go take out the trash or you're fired. That's like the worst way to lead possible. So, because managing on fear does not give you good results. It just doesn't. So, that's why you have to always have to lead with sympathy instead.